In this week's episode of Bean Talk, software, is there a place for it on our espresso machines? Does it add value or does it drive you totally nuts? Let's talk about it. Jesus, what a week. Oh, God, what a week. Jeez. <laughs> you can't say Jesus in the Middle East. They get up, you can only say God. I made that mistake giving a presentation over there once. Oh, dear. Yeah. And yeah apparently, when, I used to say. When they cut your head off. No, they went like that. I was in, actually, I was in, uh, I was in Riyadh <laughs> giving, a, giving a presentation in Riyadh. It was actually, no, it was a workshop. I was doing a <laughs> workshop for Where? two hours. Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. KSA, okay. Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And uh, they put me up in a seven-star hotel with a butler. Ooh. Very nice. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, it was all form and no function because they had, uh, had like gold taps, but no but no hot water. It <laughs> came out warm. <laughs> I complained. They said, uh, that's for your own safety, sir. We don't want you burning yourself. And I'm like, Wah. so I basically get a tepid bath. Complaint ah right because I always forget you're British, and um, you you are used to to, to the two taps where one yeah. is uh, colder than Putin's heart and the other mm-hmm. one is, and the other one is at the temperature of the core of the sun. That's correct. That's correct. And what's important is there's a whole uh, there's a whole uh, ceremony that goes into running a certain amount of cold water. Because you put on the cold water first, and then you put the hot water in. When you know you've got to the right amount of cold water, you run the scalding hot tap and vigorously stir with your hand to mix it in until it gets to the right temperature. And then you, like a like a conductor, <laughs> you you twiddle <laughs> with your hands the taps uh, to get to just the right temperature. Isn't isn't that the way everybody does it? Uh, no, the rest of the world has this thing. It's called mixer taps uh-huh. because we have pressure in the in the pipes. But it, it, I know it's it's uh, it's strange. It's so ridiculous. I know that'll yeah. never catch on that idea. No. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I was at this thing and I was saying Jesus all the time. Apparently, I didn't even know it. I was like, you know, and this happens. Jesus Christ, you know. Then that then that happens. Then oh God, Jesus. And uh, yeah, I got into a bit of trouble. He said, "Please stop saying Jesus." <laughs> I didn't even think about it. And and, uh, and and you realized when they when you were uh, when you were hearing every time that you were that you were saying Jesus, you were hearing. Yeah. No, they're very polite. They were very nice to me over there. Oh, okay. They were very good to me. Um, but it's very strange when you get into an elevator, get in an elevator, and I got into an elevator in with uh, some women. A lift, yeah. With some some women at a shopping center, and they all rushed out. I didn't understand. It. I you know, obviously smelled my armpits. And, you know, <laughs> they just looked at me, you know, and and you know, they closed, the doors closed, and I went down. I said to someone later on, I, I didn't know. They said, no, they can't be in an elevator. Women? With a man, oh, that would be, you know, a scandal. <laughs> anyway, but not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about, uh, God, what is it again? What is it, Max? It's, uh, I, I don't something. know. I, th- I think coffee, uh, but we did a receipt. Was it coffee? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know what's going on today, right now? Like the idiots that we are talking, uh, we're missing, we're missing the, uh, the Global Coffee Festival, which is online right now. Oh uh, yeah, yes, going on. I'm going to send you a link to it. Like, I'm actually having coffee, play. so that's that's good. I'm, that's me participating. Yeah, I know. So when people listen to this, it'll all be over. So sorry, sorry about that. I think we did have a post up on the site. Um, oh. So it's your own fault. Don't blame us. Yeah. Right, uh, 
but we've got, I'm just looking through, I've got, you know what, I, I, I really, you're going to, oh, Max, you're going to kill yourself. Just going to. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy. At three o'clock in the morning, you missed uh, Happy Soy Boy presents perfect plant-based latte art. Oh, oh, yeah. So uh, I know what a fan you are about latte art. I love latte art. Yes, and (laughs) you've missed it. And there's no going back. Uh, actually, I was that talking is. to my a sweetheart friend of mine over there. I say friend of mine, um, but her, she was uh, she was lovely. She was I mean, obviously is lovely. She's she's still alive. Uh, but she used to work for me. But is she still lovely? She is like she's always going to be lovely. She's always going to be lovely. I got to be careful what I say because her boyfriend's quite tough. Um, <laughs> but uh, he does uh, he does park not parquet 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 what's the thing where you run around on walls and ceilings and things what's that called parkour parquet is a is a type of floor tiler or something which is still that you don't want to mess with them anyway yeah 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 it's not a mani pakao it was a he's a uh does the i've forgotten it again what was it again max parkour parkour he does parkour Anywho, she contacted me because we 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 conversed still, uh, mm-hmm. even though I don't have the cafe anymore. We converse still, and um, we we mainly send pictures of kittens to each other. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and because uh, she rescues kittens, and I've obviously got a rescued kitten from Macedonia as well. Although now my kitten can hardly fit through the cat flap because we overfeed it, but. Um, <laughs> But she was sending me pictures of a new rescued kitten that she's got, and we were chatting away. And uh, she's got COVID. She's got COVID. She was very ill, very ill last week. Uh, she says she's recovering this week, uh, but yeah, very ill. Locked yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's stay safe. It is. It is. It's um, we're going back into uh, into the apocalypse now. I'm pretty sure going into yep. going into winter. It's all going to be lockdown. And my dad's talking to me last night at a conversation. Like, how do we work out? He wants to know whether he can go somewhere, and he's like, "Well, I'm in a level. I'm in a level two. Can I go to a level one?" And I'm like, "Oh, which way do the levels work? Is a level three worse than a level one?" And then we're just like, "We try to work it out." Then we're like, "Wait a minute!" But but he's like, "Ah, oh, yes, I can't. But if I'm in a bubble, man, I don't understand these rules. If you're in a bubble, you can go, but not you can you can go to a lower risk place from a higher risk place. I think if you're in a bubble, but you got to stay in that bubble. How you?" I, it's complicated. And if you're in a coffee shop, there was an article today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this guy in a coffee shop said, well, you know, it, someone can come in and they can stay if they eat a air quote, substantial meal, but they can't mm-hmm. have cake. So you can, you can have coffee and, you know, and but not cake. something is substantial, like a, like a, a you know, breakfast, bacon and mm-hmm. eggs, but you can't come and eat cake. Uh, and I'm just thinking, you know, he's got a point. Does it have to do with the temperatures, or I, 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 I don't know. It's got to do with it's got to do with politics more than science, isn't it? There can't be any science around. You're more likely to catch COVID if you're eating cake than if you're eating uh, bacon and no. eggs. No, I don't. I don't think so. What you don't think that what? Well, well, it, the thing is, see, if you ask these things to someone that has a my background, mm-hmm. I'm gonna start thinking. Well, maybe it has to do with the eggs, or uh, no, 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 sorry, not with the eggs, uh, with the cooking. Because if it's cooked, if it's hot, it's technically steroid. No, 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 if no, it's no. But cake, it's in the air. You're, you're, the, the COVID's in the air, Max. It's, it's, yes, it's not in the food. Yes, 
uh, that is the same issue. But for example, it could be in terms of cross-contamination, because if you keep the distance, you're okay. But uh, if I bring you a plate that's uh, contaminated, uh, well, it could be. But I, that's me overthinking. I hate, I, you're overthinking. I tell you what. You know what? Is the um, you're thinking of the first order events. I'm going to get technical. I'm going to get technical with the scientists. This is a battle I know I'm going to lose. But uh, but th- that's a first order impact. Uh, if you look at second order events, they, there was a study that the. This is going to be related to coffee because we did a post on this on the site, um, and it was really interesting. I highly recommend watching it. It was, it was. I learned so much. It was done by the Speciality Coffee Association, and they looked at a an outbreak of COVID in, uh, I think it was in Korea, South Korea, and like a whole bunch of people from one shop from a Starbucks uh, got it, but none of the none of the, the people who worked there got it. And they went and they tracked it down because they got such great track and trace, much like we do here in the UK. <laughs> Not <laughs> um, because they got such tra- great uh, track and trace there. They looked into this uh, into this coffee shop and they traced everybody back and they kind of like worked out where they were sitting and everything else. And they did basically did like a they they did like a, f- a forensics exercise on it, and yeah. they worked out that this guy who was the spreader who'd spread it to tw- I think it was twenty five people at that coffee shop. Wow. Um, yeah, exactly. 25 people got infected with COVID at one Starbucks in South Korea and they traced it back. They traced it back to this one guy and they worked out where he sat. Well, I guess they probably worked it out by asking him. Uh, and then they looked at where he was sitting and it was underneath an air conditioning vent that was blowing. Uh... Yeah. So he took his, he had his mask on, but as soon as he took his mask off to eat something, presumably mm-hmm. cake, Obviously, you know, it would have been different if he was eating bacon and eggs. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, bacon doesn't. (laughs) But the point was, is because he sat under the air conditioning, Mm -hmm. as he breathed, it it just spread it, it just 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 distributed it all over the cafe, and uh, and and that's how it that's how it went went wrong. So um, they did a really great uh, video, and they showed you know those those sciencey looking kind of x-ray type things where they do an analysis they put a mask on somebody and they showed the airflow going out through the mask which was very limited like it was a few inches that was that was coming out spreading and then they took the mask off and it was like just going everywhere and then they tried like just on the mouth but the nose coming out it still went everywhere and and it was a yeah because people i've seen you around in places we are not afraid. It's not passed by biting. It's passed by breathing. So it has yeah. to go over the nose and the mouth. Yeah. Not just over the mouth. Yeah, that's right. It has to go over both. It's so, not a muzzle. I would, uh, I'd highly recommend people obviously go to our website and check that story out because the video, um, or just, you know, go to YouTube and look it up. I guess you can do that as well. But the video is worth doing because the video is, was, I mean, it was mm. it was very very well made. So so well done to um, SCA Speciality Coffee Association for doing that. It was yeah. uh, really informative um, for cafes. And it's actually on top of that. Uh, it's it's also very interesting how uh, Eastern co- countries uh, coped much better. Yeah, because they had these outbreaks before. They while did. the Western world has never seen anything like it, and they're wow! Don't, 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 don't get me started. The Western world has got. I'm so sorry. I, you know, I don't want to politicize this, but I got very angry. I mean, I've come out and say very, you know, as I do, that I'm 
uh, very transparent about stuff. And, and I'm, uh, I've always voted conservative, always voted conservative. But I'm horrified at the, at the fact that um, Boris Johnson has, uh, has uh, appointed as head of track and trace this, this, uh, this woman, Dido, who I knew Ooh. from, well, her name's Dak on her last name, but basically they went to school together. Her husband's a, a conservative MP. Uh, and she was awarded the contract without tender, uh, and um, you know they're mates. And this is like a, this is a life and death situation for um, for the country. People are dying from uh, this disease. Track and trace is 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 being identified as one of the most important weapons in our defense, and it was awarded to a pal who had a track record, by the way, of working. And you may remember this uh, at uh, Talk Talk. Um, <clears throat> she was head of Talk Talk when Talk Talk utterly failed and completely screwed up and uh, lost all their customers' data. Uh, she was mm. in charge of that. Um, oh, good. And I actually happened to work with their later on with their uh, chief information security officer, uh, who was very good, uh, and he left afterwards. Um, and uh, and I I worked with him at an, at another place. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we, we all knew the people in the industry knew that they had done a bad job, whatever she, she said and the excuses she came up with, we knew that she had badly managed the company. Uh, and that's why they had the issues. It wasn't uh, for the reasons she said. So anyway, it was, so when I found out that she was the one put in charge of track and trace, I just thought, oh God, you know, how did that happen? And then I found out that her husband was an MP and I was like, oh god you know yeah yeah so um let's uh, let's not go there it's I I, i'm pretty sure it's, it. yeah yeah i'm pretty sure it's uh, everywhere is the same i mean to uh, some degree uh they have the same degree. in italy they have the same in italy actually i don't live there anymore so i'm happy yeah yeah i'm look it's unfortunately you're actually right it is uh, uh i have no i have no um love for politicians because i think i've seen too many i've actually yeah you know, i had to work with some and uh, and it wasn't a pleasant experience so uh moving on swiftly what we're going to talk about today max is so exciting is yeah because uh, <laughs> this is another thing i can have a rant about and i sure you might feel the same way too but um Electronics and coffee machines, is there a place yes. for them? Is there a place to control your coffee machine with your app? Is that the way it's going to go? Are we going to be old, grumpy people kind of sitting on our on our porch in our rocking chairs saying, you know, remember the good old days when you got off my land, turn the handle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, it, it seems to be it seems to be there is a uh, I wouldn't say a trend because it's, it's it's on some mm-hmm. of the higher end machines, but I I can see it happening. It's starting to creep in. The idea that we'll just, you know, control our espresso machines from an app, and let's talk about whether that's a good or a bad thing. What are your What are your initial thoughts? Um, I think it's actually it's becoming easier to control things via software than to do it via hardware. Mm-hmm. I think it's the easiest thing to do because, I mean, if I think about okay, I want to make something work. So let, let's uh, let's let's pretend I'm, I want to build a coffee machine, uh, and I mean I did I did tell you I'm I'm planning to. What 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 was I thinking? What uh, what was my thinking behind? Oh, I can make it with Arduino, which is coding, and that's the easiest way of yep. introducing data, putting putting data as saying, I, oh, okay, I want to have this pressure. 
at this um, at this flow rate, uh, and uh, I want to have this temperature. And at the end of the day, if you, if you put it all together, the best way of getting all the data like that is uh, through an app or yeah. through some sort of um, an interface. Uh, now, if you want to have an interface, you have to design something, you have to put a screen in there. Mm -hmm. Or, much more simply, you, you write up an app that connects to your phone and the user will always have a compatible device that will show the... the the data that you want to do, you want to change, you want to input, output, and you can control. So I think it's the simplest solution for something because, as you were saying, the um, Rancidia made uh, the, the Silvia Pro and you're not happy with it because it doesn't look right. And uh, there is this Texas Instrument <laughs> style thing. We've got to stop saying that because the, the Texas Instruments, I don't know if they're still around, they're going to come around and sue me. Yeah, but I mean, I, I've used lots of Texas Instrument uh, stuff. I, I mean, I, I'm a scientist. I have used things like that with one dial or two dials, which is perfectly fine if you want to reduce the footprint of things and if you if that is something that, you know, you need to use it in a particular setting. But if it's a coffee machine, you can't expect people to have that much time to put towards programming it. And, and if you want to change it every day or twice a day, I mean, they're mm. going to go mad. Mm -hmm. It's just going to drive you insane. Okay, but then let's take this other way around. Let's say, um, let's say you've got an app that's fantastic, right? Mm -hmm. So you open your app. This is the use case, as they say. Wait, wait, wait. You so you have an app that's fantastic. That's already something that is fun, uh, science fiction. It's not science fiction. That was okay. Most, oh come on! Most of the time, apps suck. Oh, you would do okay. They now do. you're now you're just taking all my ammunition away. You just said how great it was. I was about to present my one case and how it sucked. <laughs> but you have an Akaya. It's terrible. It's the app is terrible. I've got it's an Akaya. I have got an Akaya app. I've actually I opened it, then I, I got confused and closed it. I've never opened it again. This is yeah. my phone. It's got how many how many apps? Four apps? Oh, for no, one scale? There. Hold on, I've got uh, Akaya. It starts up, got a pretty picture. What mm -hmm. you'll need. Uh, skip that. I, I need I, I need tell me I need a scoop. And a pour of a <laughs> coffee pot. Well, I'm making espresso, damn you. So, no, I don't need that. Um, there you go. Frustration. To, okay, first frustration is I have to log in. <laughs> right? Oh, mm -hmm. no. Oh, no, no. I've skipped that. Allow Akaya to access the location. Okay. Why? 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 <laughs> what do you need it for? I've got the... Well, here's the thing. So, if I've got my choices are allow all the time. Yeah, that's right. Just continuously access my location when I'm like nowhere near my coffee scales. Allow only whilst using the app, obviously much better, or deny and don't ask again. But the question I've got in my mind is if I hit deny and don't ask again, will something mm -hmm. not work? I don't care. I'm going to hit what, that. I'm going to say I mean, deny. What, why, why, would, why do you need the location? <laughs> why do I need an app to, mob, to, to, to manage my coffee scales? Like all I exactly. basically want to do is put a cup on there, tear it, mm -hmm. and then measure how much coffee goes into it. So yeah. what's well, what's the app? So Akaya actually they give you a lot of information, which is great. Oh. The, it's it's an app that gives a lot of information, and it's something I, I saw in the in the in, there's a video of um, of James Hoffman. I keep just quoting him. Eventually, he's going to join us. Mm -hmm. 
join the dark side. <laughs> yeah, come on, James. Well, what we'll do is if we record enough of his voice, we'll be able to put that into an artificial intelligence bot. And then, yeah. uh, and then it'll sound like we've got James Hoffman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on, James, let, let, let us, let us u- use your voice. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> it. We'll just, we'll, well, we'll take it off of YouTube. He won't know anything. We'll and, call it uh, uh, James Boffman. And um, <laughs> James Boffman. <laughs> We're joined by our guest, James Boffman. No, no, Botman. It's, it's, because it's, it's, um, <laughs> no, Boffman. A, don't take the conversation there and don't be insulting. It's Boffman no, it because be a he's a boffin. He's a boffin. Get it? Yeah, Boffman? Boffin man? But no, I don't know what Boffman. that means. <laughs> Where you were even going? Did you have a point? You didn't even have a point. You just interrupted me for no reason. <laughs> I promise I had a point. Okay, get to it. <laughs> um, I lost it. Yeah, I, I knew it. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, what I was going to say was, do you have these apps? The problem with having these apps is that you have the now you have a, uh, an extra layer of complication. Mm-hmm. So let's just put this, let's make this really simple to people. You, you've got analog and digital interfaces to anything, right? So mm-hmm. in your, whether it's your car or your yo-yo or anything else, maybe not your yo-yo, uh, but um, pretty much everything that, that involves, you know, uh, like a kinetic movement, there's either an analog or a digital way of interfacing to it. Mm-hmm. And the analog way is, oh, actually, you know, a great example of this is, a, is your coffee grinder. So if you've got a coffee yeah. grinder with a big wheel and you just turn the wheel, it's analog. Mm-hmm. It's, they often refer to it as stepless. Um, and it just means that there is no limit to the small amount that you can move it. You can move it as small increment as you like. If mm-hmm. it's a digital, then you like on a... Um, like on a uh, Breville Thingamy Pro grinder, like one of those, you know, whatever, smart pro grinders, mm-hmm. um, you hit a button and you say, or you actually turn a knob and the knob turns a digital thing to one, two, three, four, whatever, and that's it. So you can't, there's no fidelity between one and two. It's either one or it's two. Whereas analog is, I'll turn it a little bit, I'll turn it a little bit more, I'll bring it back a little bit, whatever. So you've got those two things. So you've got analog and digital. Now, when you're talking about certain applications like I, how hot I want my boiler to be, digital is absolutely, it's, it's, it's a perfect application for it, right? I want it to be 93.2 mm-hmm. or whatever. You say 93.2, it's a digital function. Mm-hmm. Other things such as uh, flow control, um, you have an argument, not necessarily a good argument, but there's an argument to say that analog is, is more artistic, creative, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because you can, you pull your hand one way or the other way and you move a little bit, you can move a little bit less, assuming that of course you've got a, um, a machine that allows this and, and has the right mechanical controls with the fidelity in there that gives you the, the control that you need over the flow control. Or you have a digital way of doing it, which is like the decent espresso machine, um, mm-hmm. where you program your, you know, Android. You go and download more likely uh, a a flow profile, and it's all done digitally. Mm-hmm. And so here's the thing. So here's what it boils down to. So you got your digital, you got your analog. When I make my coffee, my whole life is filled with digital stuff. Yesterday, I spent four hours trying to recover a situation on my computer where (laughs) I clicked a button that I thought was a good idea and destroyed about two weeks worth of team collaboration work. 
without an undo function didn't work. And, and it was, it was, it was awful. And I wrote an email that literally started to the support. It started. "Ah!" That's, that's pretty much what I wrote. If you can imagine that in, in uh, in literally what i wrote to them (laughs) i just couldn't believe it and this this was it was for a tender that was going out uh actually uh a high value tender that was going out um and it was two hours before it was due and i just screwed everything up uh yeah so i literally had to go back to anyway it doesn't matter so the point is uh, analog and digital what i find as a person that uses digital stuff all the time Mm-hmm. is that it's incredibly good obviously i've actually made my living on uh, on 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 being a digital person um and uh, in in that area and uh, i made a very good living out of it so i can't really complain about it but there's a place for it and then there's a place where i like simplicity i like wabby i like that japanese word i like that thing the thing should be the natural expression of what it is it should be artistic it should be simple it should be minimalist it should be uh, functional Mm-hmm. All those things, and when I go and make my coffee, for me, I want to interface to a machine where the touch, the feel, the look, uh, the way I interact with it, there's a connection between me and my coffee and the machine that is very physical and very analog. That's hugely pleasurable. I also get the same pleasure out of, uh, funny enough, out of vinyl records and a um, and a. Uh, uh, valve amplifier that I use. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a, there's a, I think people will be denying themselves the, the pleasure if, if they want that from their coffee experience. What are your thoughts? Well, I actually think I actually focus on the end product because with my job, it's completely the opposite. It's, uh, there's a lot of hand labor and, um, I normally focus on, what comes out of it. So it has to be simple. It has to be, has to, to do the job. If it does the job with the least input from my end, it's a, it's a better thing. So whenever I can automate, I will automate. So if I can, for example, do a sample preparation or an extraction or anything, and I can automate it or I can do it in less steps, I tend to use, for example, a lot of design of experiment, which is a statistical way of um, mapping out the different conditions and then picking up the the best conditions for your experiment. So for example, let's say you want to do an extraction, you will grind uh, a coffee extraction. You could do it as design of experiments. I'm going to call it DOE. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can can play with uh, the flow rate, the heat, uh, the pressure. Then you can play with the grind size. You can play with the, with, with the, um, Mm -hmm. with the quantity of coffee. Mm-hmm. And uh, and y- your end point is going to be your coffee taste, for example. So instead of doing one variable at a time, changing everything, changing one variable at a time so many times, it will take forever to do all of that. You can actually design it so that you can change multiple variables at the same time. So you do a re- reduced number of experiments, then you it will plot... Um, a surface, a response surface for you, and then you pick up the best, the best extraction. So you pick up your coffee and you say, "Okay, these are the best conditions for me because you modeled everything else, and uh, these are the various interactions between the between the 
the variables. Mm-hmm. And this is the best way of extracting, which is the most efficient. And you do that. Once you are there, I want it as automated as possible. And that by no means, I mean, um, uh, being to, uh, you know, a bean to cup machine. Mm-hmm. But it's the I think the bean to cup machine is the right idea. It's just impossible to have it consistent because you have different beans. I like the, I like the fact that we have we we always try different beans every couple of weeks, more or less. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's it's a thing. So I like to be able to change things. But one thing I really like, for example, recently, is uh, I finished I finished up my my Oscar two. So uh-huh. it's it's all it's all done and ready. Nice. And which is for sale, guys. So mm-hmm. <laughs> get in the queue mm-hmm. and it's up for grabs. So I've installed an over an overpressure valve. I've diverted the water flow back into the the, the overpressure into the, the tank. Uh-huh. And now it's delivering very consistent shots. So I can actually just time them, which is something that the, the Oscar 2 has. Uh-huh. They're time-based, the shots. They're not volume-based. So I, I, I've I put also um, uh, a smart plug, and I've automated that. So in the morning, I know that at 7, that, that thing comes up, so I can come down. Yeah, that is a useful. Having it on at a certain time. So there are things that are useful at, exactly. um, about the, from a digital point of view. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, I just don't believe that you don't enjoy the process. That it's all about the outcome, and it's all about. The I case. do enjoy the process, but I also incredibly do not enjoy the the the, the fact that, for example, some of my steps are uh, unrefined or um, uh-huh. uh, not optimized. Right. So, for example, my grinder. I'm using an Agaja MDF, which uh-huh. is a flat burr grinder. Amazing. It it has a very good, very good grind profile. It's actually it actually really works well, but it's not a single dozer. It's not designed for what I, I use it for. Yeah, which is the the major gripe yeah. I have with it. You just have and to drink I'm more coffee, Max. This is a very simple solution. Eh? What you just have to drink more coffee. It's a simple solution. No, because it will sit there. It's uh, it's. I mean, it's um scaled down version of a commercial grinder. Yeah. So I have a, a La Cimbali that I don't know how much coffee holds, uh, but I've put 18 grams into it and they were, they, they've gone through in about, I don't know, five seconds. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't even tickle it. Yeah. Um, which is Beast. the whole point. So it's a, it's a very capable grinder. It's, it's amazing. It's very good grinder, both of them, but they're not designed for what I need them for. But listen, look, 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 let's get this back to electronics. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm electronics, <laughs> right? Because, because the, um, for me, I, I obviously, I use a PID on the, on the side mm-hmm. of my Gagia thing, uh, Classic Pro, which, uh, which I couldn't live without. I mean, that's fantastic. I, I, I use it all the time. Um, yeah. and, uh, you know, the thought of like, well, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to have like a knob and guess, you know, what temperature it is. Of course, that's ridiculous. Uh, you have a, you have a readout, you have a digital readout. And I also love the idea. I love the idea of waking up in the morning and going shouting at my Amazon device, which I've got in every, every room, which I still try. One day I'm waiting for it to actually get smart and actually understand the questions. It, there's a few things that I can actually say for it, and it, and it does well. So do you do you often shout, Alexa, you're useless? 
I don't say the A, the A word. It'll go off to everyone's thing. Um, you say Amazon device. I do actually. I do. I insult her. I swear sometimes. <laughs> get very angry at it and i ask a question and it dances it just misunderstands what i've asked it and answers something completely random and then just goes on and on and on giving some <laughs> long and you're like shut up i'll just shut up please shut up uh but no uh i would love because what i do do is i rec- I, I have the lights controlled with it mm-hmm. um i have a hue system so i have different uh, different light bulbs i can vary the intensity so it's actually very good i can go in and i can say hey amazon device turn bedroom to 12 <laughs> percent and uh and 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 my bedroom lights will dim to 12 percent, and that's really great mm-hmm. so uh and on the kitchen lights work and I, on a sensor so when i walk into the kitchen they come on and i can say to to the amazon device uh if it's very early in the morning they come on very dimly so it's not like doesn't freak me out um but if mm. i'm making a coffee i'll turn it up a little bit and i'll say hey amazon turn up the lights to you know 30 percent or something the thought of waking up in the morning uh and That's saying dreadful i don't know why we wake up in the morning <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. I thought of waking up in the morning and saying, and actually when it happens in the morning because I do my yoga. So actually, and because of the darndish European Union rules, I've got a European Union joke, by the way. Uh, <laughs> then uh, I'll tell it in a minute. It involves a light bulb. It does. It does involve a <laughs> light bulb. <laughs> Why? How did you know that? Did I send it to you? <clears throat> wow. No, I didn't. You're getting, you. you're getting older, man. <laughs> Did I really send that? Did I send you the EU light bulb joke? Oh, I did. Yeah. Yep, okay. you did. Okay. All right. No, I won't tell it then. <laughs> well, no. Fine. Fine. Well, our list, our twenty-five listeners don't ha- don't don't know it. Is it twenty-five now? Wow. How did it get so yeah, big? It's still so the big same, so fast. The same. I remember when it was just you and me. I know. It's still the same erudite quote. Um, anyway, but the point I want to be able to walk, wake up, do my yoga because mm-hmm. at the moment I do my yoga. My yoga lasts more than twenty minutes, and the machine switches off. So I switch it on, so it warms ah, up. Ah, right. Then I do my yoga, and sometime between downward dog and <laughs> <laughs> downward dog and my back having a spasm, uh, the the thing will switch off. So uh, I I have to go back in there and switch it back on again, but I don't have to wait as long because it's been on for a while. So anyway, that's obviously a bit of a, it's, it's not the end of the world, but wouldn't it be nice? It's oh, annoying. It's wouldn't it be nice if uh, at the stage where you know um, I'm just about to do my om and somebody says you know and your your word of the day. I got this great yoga teacher. She's very good, except she gives a word of the day which I don't kind of get into. Uh, she's like you know your your mantra, your word of the day is. I love myself and I'm better than I, than I think I can be or something like that. That's a many words. It's like a week a, worth of words. I, 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 I don't actually try hard not to remember them because yeah. Anyway, but I, I but she's very good with the yoga. So I'm doing the yoga and, uh, about the time when, uh, yeah, like I say, then I'd be like, just be able to, to say to, to the Amazon device, Hey, Amazon device, turn on my, my coffee machine. And so those things are, are great electronically. However, what I don't want to do is I don't want to have to open my phone, go to the device, be told there's an update available, uh, go do the update, find that actually the update's coming down a bit slowly because my internet's flaky or whatever. Uh, then it downloads, then it installs, and it's actually downloading tons of stuff, so I'm waiting for everything to download. Then I upload it. Then it tells me that I have to agree new terms and conditions. At that stage, my OM mantra is going to start sounding a bit tense, right? I don't want to do that first thing in the morning. 
I don't want to have to go onto my phone to set the temperature to flow profile the thing. And I just want to, I want to be downward dog, turn on my coffee machine, please. Amazon device, walk in, pad into the kitchen, take the cat away from the biscuit bowl because it's getting too fat. And, um, <laughs> got un- unlimited. My cat thinks that the biscuit bowl is like a magic bowl of unlimited coffee biscuits. Uh, and she only, ch- she only eats the cheapest biscuits. We used to get a nice food. She won't eat the nice food, just the cheapest biscuits. It's a very, um, blue collar cat. And, uh, <laughs> she's getting the stage she's actually getting, she's actually having to, to push her way through the cat flap. I'm we're really gonna have to do something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this lockdown ruined your <laughs> this lo- <laughs> the thing is i know exactly how she feels i'm sitting there like stuffing my face going i'm really to put you on a diet mm, mm, mm. Uh, and then you don't fit through the cat flap i don't get through the cat flap either and i've tried sorry uh, to the man flap sorry to the man flap it's like that. <laughs> Like that Simpson cartoon where they have the Simpson, Homer Simpson quits his job and he he has to come back and reapply and there's like a there's like a, a cat flap at the bottom yep. of his hand. And ah, you're begging. So it's yeah, that the, door. Is it the begging door? I said. Apparently, uh, that stuff's illegal. I was thinking of putting the one in the office, but um, apparently, uh, human resources said that's. Uh, oh no! Yeah, actually, you wouldn't be the first one. It's um, um, an Italian poet. Uh, ah, mm. fascist anyway so mm-hmm. bad people um, he actually in uh, in the Vittoriale in his office uh, the door was very very short okay. very small um, partly because he was a very short person but also because um, you had to bow to enter his office all right yeah would make you bow to enter yeah, yeah. People are very small-minded like that. It's like having a big desk and then making someone sit in a small. D'Annunzio, chair. Gabriele D'Annunzio. That's the that's the man. Ah, I was on the tip of my tongue. So, <laughs> so, so then my feeling is uh, that, uh, and then also, if you take a look, so let's just pick on Lamazocco because yes. you know they've got an app and they and a lot of people you know spent a lot of money, five grand mm-hmm. on the machine, and so they talk about the app. So it's, it's a good resource of of um, of information about how this is going. How's it doing so far? And, an app for, um, for for what? For the Lamazocco app, they released an app for the Linear Mini uh, oh. about six. Is it six digital? Hmm? Is it digital? Uh, there's an upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I had no idea. Well, there you go. Um, All right. The paddle's digital because they got the whole paddle, but it just, I told you, I don't know if you know this, but the, yeah, 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 the yeah. paddle just hits a switch. <laughs> the whole thing is like a whole bunch of, it's a, it's a mechanism that just pushes a button at the bottom. So as you move the paddle across this five grand machine, you move the paddle thinking, ah, oh, just move a little bit. That's nice. It's got a nice analog feel to it, but all there is behind it is a, it's a you know, is a, a rod with a finger sticking out that pushes a switch. Um, so, but, but wait, so is that uh, on or off or is actually? Yeah, yeah it literally is. It's on or off. It's an on or off switch. So you have all that length yeah. of travel <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't do anything. It just <laughs> no, turns it on. Yeah, that's exactly it. No. I think so. Oh, yeah, it's not, it's not analog, is... mate. It's not analog. It's, it's a... I mean, if I paid five grand for a coffee machine. There's and... no flow control on that. That is not flow control. It's on or off. Or maybe it's, maybe actually, it's pre-infusion, pre-infusion. Anyway, it's a switch. So if if it's if it's just a, a fancy be, way of 
of pressing a button. It is. It's a fancy way after of pressing paying, a button. Yeah, after paying five five grand for that, yeah, for that coffee machine, yeah. If, if I was to pay it, trust me, in La Marzocco they would need an emergency proctologist to get it out. <laughs> that, uh, but you can you need to look into it before you buy. You should check out our website and look at the buying guide. But the point is that there is uh, there's not analog. There's no there's no fidelity. That's my new favorite word. There's no fidelity wow. as you move the paddle. It simply yeah. hits the switch. I think it might be pre infusion and then full on, but the, it's it's a it's a digital switch. Anywho. <laughs> Yeah. So there's an app uh, that they have, and so I was reading all of the various uh, feedback, both from the App mm-hmm. Store and the, the Reddit forums and things like this. What people say about the app, what have they thought about it? They've had six months with the app. What do they think? And it's largely negative, um, not entirely negative. Uh, and even those that are negative say, "Look, they like you know, they, there are things about it they really like. They like the fact mm-hmm. that they can change the temperature uh, on mm-hmm. on the app." And I also think that's you know it makes a lot of sense it's a lot better than that whole rocket um rocket um apartment is the apartment or no not the the rocket there's one of the rocket machines that's got a pid and it's a pid you plug into the side and it just sits there with a bunch of cables coming out you're like oh it's Mm. the most ugliest terrible design uh next to the ranchilio um <laughs> actually even though you know what actually i prefer the ranchilio to that i don't want to have a device that i now have to think where am i going to put this and then lose it and then think to myself you know i want to change the boiler temperature let me just go and dig that thing out of storage i think what honey where did you put the oh it's in the attic can you imagine right you go up to the attic i can't find it then you realize there's rat shit everywhere so now that you've got to go and get the infestation people in and then you find it and then you pull it out and then you it's a bit of cobwebs it's kind of gross so you, you can take the whole thing pump, 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 pump down there and then and then it's like Oh, you're dragging dirty, your dirty shoes all over the carpet. I just hoovered that yesterday. Oh, yeah, I know, but I didn't want to climb the ladder in my bare feet. So I put my shoes on. And this is all the conversation, right? Just to set the temperature of your boiler on the Rocket Apartamento, whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so no thanks. Uh, so Ranchu definitely be better than that. But uh, uh, not by fire. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but uh, yeah, on, on the phone okay so now you, you got to open your phone um maybe maybe 90 percent of the time maybe more maybe 99 percent of the time it works fine but that's that one time is that the negative time is the one you're going to remember it's the mm-hmm. one you're going to associate the emotions with and people have said things like um this is one that this is recently this is this was seven days ago rick m <laughs> writes mm-hmm. Oh my God, is that Ricky Martin? Ricky Martin <laughs> writes, the singer, the famous singer, has tried this Lamazocco app and he writes, uh, <laughs> Ricky Martin, um, big fan, by the way, Ricky, thanks very much. Keep up the good work. Uh, says, the app often signs me out. When that occurs, the app always switches from Fahrenheit to centigrade upon sign in. Ricky, as it should. Yeah. <laughs> as it as it should um and uh, the on-off schedule screen is the most obscure ever time of day has no numbers instead there are dotted ladder bars you must count one to 24 and one to 60 with an exclamation mark 
Jesus Christ. Lamb of Zocca. Sorry, did you just say Jesus Christ? All right. Uh, yeah. You have to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Lamb writes, Hi, we apologize. And interesting, Lamb writes writes a response on the 18th of September. So they wrote their response before he wrote his review, which is, I don't know how he managed to do that. It's incredible. Uh, <laughs> they obviously write their responses in advance, post the responses, and when someone writes a review. Yeah, they are also a lot into style, so they might have a DeLorean somewhere. They've gone back in time, or probably more likely the guy updated his uh, his thing later on. But anyway, so the thing yeah, is... Or, or it's a total review. Or a total, totally fake review. Uh, or No, I don't, I don't know. Ricky Martin? Fake? I don't think so. Uh, they said, uh, we apologize. Uh, anyway, that's all they say. We apologize. Please send the details. I'm not quite sure how they like, send the details to customer support, they say. Details of the dotted ladder bars because they weren't aware of it or or I don't know. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a kind response. It's a kind response. Uh, so, um, yeah. And then this other guy writes, um, he writes, uh, I like the added functionality this app brings. Truly a game mm-hmm. changer. This guy likes his uh, likes his management buzzwords. Um, <laughs> strategically aligned with the uh, with the imperatives, um, but uh, however, I've agile. noticed agile. <laughs> I've noticed, that, yeah, now they're they're keeping agile. Uh, I've noticed that sometimes my app does not connect to the mini when I'm away from home. Now I've just on um, Lamazoko's defense, why is why are you trying to connect to your linear mini when you're away from home? Well, actually, okay, no, wait. I can see the point in that, and it's the same point I have with the with the smart plug I have, uh-huh. for example, because that's connected to the Wi-Fi. Um, if you're out, say you you want to come home and have a coffee, yeah, and uh, it would be nice to have the coffee machine hot when you walk in, the same as the for example as uh, Nest uh-huh. tracks you oh, yeah, yeah. when you're approaching yeah. home, turns the heating yeah. on, yeah. People and always the, say that. I don't think anyone ever does it, right? Like, you know, you're driving along, you're 10 minutes out from home, you pick mm-hmm. up your phone as you're driving, oh, I'm just going to turn my coffee machine on. <laughs> no, you don't. So all right, all right, you, you can work. actually say to, to, for example, to Google Assistant, say, uh, turn the coffee machine on. And I, I can do it. Well, Google Assistant, I understand. But he's this guy saying when he's away from home. Yeah. So, okay, look, like, how is he getting home? He's either on public transport, in which case when he gets off the train, he's still going to be too far. He's got to walk. Okay, fine. He's walking along. He's got his phone. I, I'm just, I just really. <laughs> or he's yeah, driving. Right. You can't do it when you're driving. You're not going to do it on the train because you probably have patchy internet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just the, People say this when they were talking about, um, you know, uh, turn your heating on. Turn your heating on, you know, with, before you get home. So you've got a hot bath ready and your, and your house is nice and warm. I just I don't know how many people actually do that connect every day. They're coming back, and the thing that they're thinking of, yeah, but you're odd, Max. You know, I like it. It's something I really like. I got the Nest, and I'm really really happy. Oh God, I got the Nest. I got the Nest. I I got the whole thing, and I called an electrician to come around and, and plug it in. What really? Yeah, it's it depends upon the type of wiring you've got, Max. It's super simple. No, we'd come around to my place and wire it in because it sat there for two years on the side waiting for someone to wire it into my boiler. It depends on the type of boiler you've got. I can do that. 
please come around and do it. Because my wife <laughs> telling me all the time what a waste of money it was <laughs> sits on the side. Okay, uh, ping me offline and I'll, all right. uh, I'll, I'll have a look. All right, I'll buy you a coffee. Uh, talking of which, I'm not buying any coffee because I uh, well, I bought I bought coffee. It's not arriving. I'm yeah, very disappointed. Exactly. I'm really disappointed. I bought, we bought it from uh, I can't remember. Um, well, I, can, I, can, I think we can actually name it because it, it it's not, part of the experience. It is part of the experience. I mean, I really do like that coffee because I've had it before. Um, I, I can only name it if I can remember it. Who is it again? <laughs> it's Am- Amaret. Okay. Yeah, Amaret. And I tell you what, actually, they're based down in Notting Hill Gate, which is where my dad lives. And uh, I told my dad about them. So he he potters into there and he gets all his coffee from them now. And he loves it. Because they're Brazilian and, uh, and a Burundi. And uh, their coffee's great. But I've waited two weeks to get my coffee and it still says they're preparing it. And I sent them an email a couple of days ago and I said, uh, guys, what's, what's going on? Are you guys on? speaking? <laughs> and they, they didn't answer. Yeah, they didn't get back to me, so I'm a bit disappointed. Are they open with the COVID thing, or I don't know. Like, this is the thing you got to say is that this time it it is it is yeah, not normal times, um, and people yeah. aren't operating normally. So uh, I don't hold it against them, um, but uh, no, absolutely. But I don't uh, have any coffee. <laughs> exactly. No, but also, I mean, actually, coffee roasters they should actually be um, having a lot of business these days because we were saying, I mean, it's People drink a lot of coffee nowadays. They have home office. There is, uh, I started seeing actually on the internet, on the interwebs, um, um, home office coffee machines. So it's starting to pick up as a thing. I mean, mind you, they're all rubbish because they're all, um, yeah, they're all crappy coffee machines like uh, the, the Longi. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. But we're getting there. You know, it's, a step in the right direction. Eventually, people are going to start getting more expensive coffee machines or more expensive coffee machines are going to become more affordable. That's never going to happen. I know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so in terms of digitalizing things, <clears throat> I, I like the idea of having something digital because if you program it well, you, can, you will have reproducibility. And that is all that is all you want with coffee, really, with coffee machines, consistency. So one of the things I like of my But you won't though, because everything has to be the same. The coffee machine is only one part of it. So it won't yes, be reproducible. Exactly. The weather will change, your beans will change, yes. you know, um, the grinder settings will change. True. True. But one thing I really like of my current setup is that if I use the same coffee with the same grind size, with the same weight. Mm-hmm. I hit the button and I get the same the same amount of coffee coming out in the same fashion and it tastes the same all the time, which right. is something I absolutely love. Right. And it's, um, to me at least, it's a thing in the morning that really, uh, doesn't really calm me down, but it, you know, it makes me feel a bit centered. It makes me feel better. Well, I can do that analog. I can do that without having a digital thing tell me, you know, uh, I'm going to yeah, make but then- then I have to look and when when to stop it, for example. I know I like that. I like I'm looking at it. I'm I'm enjoying that it's 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 filling up. Is it filling up in time? Yeah, it's pretty good. Do you know I can even pull it. What's more, and here's I tell you what. Here's what you're missing out on mm-hmm. with that approach is that moment where you think to yourself as the coffee's pouring, yeah, and it's maybe pouring just a little bit differently because you always have slight variances, right? Slight mm-hmm. variances. Yeah. You think to yourself, ah, it's going a little bit slowly. Should I put a little bit long? 
maybe just a little bit, but not too much. Or maybe mm-hmm. you think to yourself, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to have a ristretto. Um, I'm just going to let that go short and, and, and have a ristretto. Oh, that's really, really nice. I didn't think it was going to taste that good. You miss the, um, you miss the, the, uh, the unexpected little yes. joys that, that, that you find when you're, when you're not making coffee exactly the same way each time. Yes, I, I, I have to agree with you. <laughs> what? That wasn't in yes. the plan. I know, <laughs> but you do have a good point there. Yes, yeah. and that is actually one of the one of the things that sometimes can be annoying on this because, for example, I've set it up for thirty seconds because I just want the I want to make sure that I get the thirty second extraction. Yeah, it's, uh, because because why not? Yeah, and sometimes you go like, like Ooh, that's taking an awful long time to get out of it. And yeah. it starts tripping when you're like hitting 15 seconds and you know that it's not going to, you're not going to have an You're not going to get it out. Yeah, no. that's it. <laughs> it's going to be still dripping and it's going to be. Yeah. And at which point, it's a very good occasion to learn some Italian words. Some very important. <laughs> a word. Crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it sounded like me yesterday. God, I was, I was, the air was going blue yesterday when I, deleted all that there were some some uh, some dark clouds uh, and uh, some some blue lightnings uh, coming from more or less your place there was I man the i honestly it really it was it was one of those days yesterday i um people were trying to call me and i just refused to answer the phone yesterday <laughs> i got in such a grumpy mood i was in such a grumpy mood i was like i'm taking the day off or the afternoon off and wow. then well, annoyingly I had to do a I had to do a, a video conference call with everybody that I had ignored. I forgot. Everybody <laughs> that I'd ignored later I was on a conference call with later. <laughs> so I had to jump on and 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 make my excuses. I just told them the truth. I said I don't want to talk to any of you. Okay. So that's why I didn't answer the phone. Hey, so tell you what I ordered. I ordered um I might have to cancel my order with um, with Amaret, mm-hmm. and I ordered instead uh, coffee from people I actually haven't heard of before. Um, Ooh, so I'm sorry about that, uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but we've ordered from uh, Amber Coffee Roasters. Um, have you heard of them? No, but by the way, listeners, we're still on the A. <laughs> no, we're not on the A because this is the whole point. It wasn't on my list, right? Ah, ah, it right, wasn't right. on my list. And because we were on definitely on the C's, I think. Uh, yeah, we had Clifton. Yeah, we had Clifton. So we're on definitely C's, I remember. Um, by the way, I've tasted, I secretly, without telling you, uh, tried oh. a few different decafs. Uh, Clifton was still the best I've had. Yes. Yeah. I've actually I've done the same. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. I keep We've going. done the same thing, both of us. Oh. I've gone back to Casa Espresso. I've gone back to the other one that I forgot. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another one, uh, and then I now I'm I'm back on the Clifton. I really like Clifton. Casa Espresso yeah. also comes close. Mm-hmm. It's quite good. Okay, but it tends to go to go blonde very quickly. Okay, it doesn't it doesn't really come through as a as a coffee while the Clifton one, man, it looks it's they perfect. Nailed it. They'll nailed it. I got to yeah. go get some more of their decaf so I can drink in the afternoon and not feel guilty. Yeah, um, it's a bit like. Uh, you know, I'm looking for that really tasty sugar-free chocolate, and there's no such thing. Um, yeah, and actually, the Clifton one is really nutty. Yeah, Super nutty. Just stop going on about it because I 
I'm actually thirsty. <laughs> I bought actually two um, two bags, um, but I I will I will send you some of the Dominican one because you need to try it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's Thank you. it's oh god, it's oh god. Yeah, it's not oh Jesus. It's it's elevated straight to the oh god level. Yeah. Wow. Now Jesus is weeping. You see, today is uh, is is raining a lot because Jesus is weeping because what you said yesterday. Ah, yeah. I, it literally, literally, everybody, even the cat, was avoiding me yesterday. Uh, <laughs> so Amber Coffee Roasters. I tell you what, we've got from them. We've got some mm-hmm. coffee called. Um, uh, I tell you what, and I tell you what they've got. They've got quite a wide range of of uh, of different coffees. Um, mm-hmm. They've got a a blend blend. Uh, they've got a Brazilian, obviously, because you know you can't be a roaster without a Brazilian in it. Uh, you've got the they got their signature blend. I don't know if that's any better than their blend. Um, I was interested in that. Uh, we have our blend and we have our signature blend. You're like, well, why would I get your blend when I could just get your signature blend? Um, not really quite clear why why that is. Uh, but um, they didn't got Colombian, and I love mm-hmm. Colombian coffee. Uh, and they've got a Guatemalan, uh, which is, which is, which, uh, is that, oh, no, we didn't get that. Uh, they've got an Indian, which I Ooh. never see, right? Because That's generally Indian coffee has not got the best reputation. Don't want to say that, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, uh, for, for Arabica coffee, they're not, it's not, it's not as well known. Let's put it that way. No, that's a mm-hmm. pretty better thing than, than reputation. Well, it's all it all has to do with the with the capping scores. If it doesn't get a high capping scores, people don't buy it. And um, yeah, if you don't buy it, you don't get it. Let's go. Let's go and get, let's do promote this a little bit. So, uh, what they've got is called an Indian Rat Ratnagari Ratnagari coffee. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly how you pronounce it. So to learn. From so the Indian master. God will, is is going to come tonight. Actually, and this is you. really interesting. Why didn't I buy this? Who, oh, which idiot bought the wrong one? Uh, so they, it's notes. Listen to the notes, right? It's mm-hmm. uh, lime, Demera sugar, uh, lychee, which I know you love, uh, milk chocolate with a creamy mouthfeel. I love it when they they give a it's mouthfeel. Got all of them. It's like all of the above. <laughs> I know. I like it when they do the mouthfeel <laughs> thing because I, you know, I like a I like a coffee with texture. Uh, and here's what they say. So location farmer. So I like, also I go, I, I tend to buy from, I did discount a few places because they didn't say uh, where they bought their coffee from, like how they buy it. Um, so these people here, they say, okay, it's uh, it's called Rat, Ratna, Ratnagiri, uh, which as you know, everybody knows, um, means Pearl, Pearl Mountain uh, mm-hmm. State is situated on top of a mountain range in the Western Guts region of India. The local Hindi name, Ratnagiri, translates to Pearl Mountain in reference to the dense silver oaks which tower over the estate and provide a natural shade canopy for the coffee. And uh, it's a biodynamic farm which maintains an official rainforest rainforest alliance certification. So that's actually pretty pretty cool sounding. So I didn't get that. Which is good because um, I'm 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 actually a bit a bit afraid of the of the flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead, I got you something. All of the above, man. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you still don't get excited because you may not like what I bought you. I always try to buy something that's going to challenge you a little bit, Max. I don't like you getting inside. You, you've got to spend some time <laughs> outside your comfort zone. So, um, oh, God. I'm being stretched at work. I'm being stretched at home. <laughs> Look, you're getting, you're getting, you're going to have this and you're going to like it. Uh, yeah, but it's too short. It's a Rwandan, Rwandan Duku, Duku Dekawa. Oh, God, I actually pronounced that. Oh, no, I didn't. Dukund, Dukundakawa. Uh, that sounds like something out of a, uh, out of a Disney movie. Um, yeah, it sounds like, it sounds like, like a Lion King. King Dukundakawa. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so this is a Rwandan. I'd love to go to Rwanda. Kigali is apparently it's a very mm. hip, hip place to go. Uh, yeah, but it's also a lot of uh, uproars, isn't it? <laughs> it's not exactly what? a quiet place. Sorry, a lot of what? Is, isn't it uh, not exactly a quiet place? Uh, well, it's on the border of, uh, I think it's on the border of the DRC, which isn't that great. Uh, but uh, but no, Rwanda is supposed to be beautiful and Kigali is supposed to be, uh, supposed to be amazing. Actually, I was talking to a coffee roaster yesterday. Sorry, a coffee roaster, a coffee, a company that that that, um, that makes uh, that, that makes commercial roasting machines. And I was talking to them mm-hmm. about their new sample roaster. It's an interview is going to come out next week. And um, yeah, called Arc, Arc, Arc Coffee Roasting Machines. Um, they've got a new sample roaster. And they spent a lot of time in Rwanda and uh, Ethiopia and Kenya and places like that. And we we're talking about they loved it over there. Loved it mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's actually some, some pretty cool places there. So I bought you this Rwandan, which has tasting notes of uh, plum strawberries okay. and cream milk chocolate oh god that makes me hungry. H- how <laughs> well how can it be nutty and citrusy at the same time it's, uh didn't know it. there's no nuts in there plum strawberries and cream milk chocolate okay yeah right yay <laughs> yeah yeah so what That's i'm secretly what oh. i'm hoping is that you'll hate it and send it to me uh <laughs> You did that before. You see, you made um, the mistake of doing that once, and now I, I know. <laughs> so now I know. Before it's too late. Yes. You said you have some data. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, something. yeah, yeah. So I've been um, okay. Look, I've been having to do this uh, with um, with. Uh, well, I've been using I've been using Union Coffee for the last two mm-hmm. weeks whilst I've been waiting for the coffee that didn't arrive. And uh, so I popped down, and it's not the freshly roasted direct from Union, which is the best, um, okay. but it's still very good. I go but down to the Waitrose. For, uh, also for the controls, didn't you? Yeah. So I went to the Waitrose. I bought, um, I've got through two bags. I've got through 500 grams of coffee, uh, 250 grams of Revolution from Union, and 250 grams of, could be Yayu Forest. Could, but it might not be It doesn't really matter. You're right. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, the point is, I just wanted to know. I actually mem- memorized it before the podcast, so I didn't screw it up. And I've forgotten. Um, so what I was doing was making the espressos without uh, without any tamping and mm-hmm. seeing what happened. And I found that I needed generally to add a gram or so extra coffee. Mm-hmm. And uh, I loved the results. I am not going back to tamping. I am uh-huh. not going back to tamping. I uh, I distribute, I, I declump a little bit and distribute. I tap it a couple of times. I spin my little distributor, I whack it straight in there, 
and I think I I actually think the coffee comes out better. I think it's better. I think why did or why are we all tamping? Now, admittedly, you know, done this for a week, right? So it's not exactly, and I haven't been very scientific about it. But well, I've drunk a lot of espresso, mate, and mm-hmm. uh, I'll tell you what: there's nothing wrong with not tamping. Just just distribute the thing. I'm getting an even flow. I'm not getting channeling. I'm not getting problems um, mm-hmm. with uh, with the flow of it. And I would say, uh, I would say that the flavor profile coming through, the flavors I'm getting out. There's a little bit more. I don't know what the what the right coffee term is to this, but if you're a photographer, you'll talk about dynamic range, which mm-hmm. is how much information, how much data goes into uh, a photograph, right? Um, how mm-hmm. much light and how much dark and ha- how much variance between that you can capture. This feels the coffee feels to me, um, and I went straight from drinking one the first time I did it. I went straight from drinking a tamped uh, espresso. Mm-hmm to making one right after it that wasn't tamped. And it just felt that there was a little bit more latitude there, that there was a little bit more interest and complexity to the flavors. And, uh, and I'm not going back. I am. I am very impressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, it, it also, I'm also wearing my smug face, but you don't see that. Mm. Why are you smug? Because uh, I, I did say that. <laughs> oh, did you say that? You'd say if that. I knew you said that, I would have I would have come up with something else. <laughs> uh, natural spirit. That was the other one I went with. Natural spirit. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Which has candied lemon fudge and chocolate truffle. God, that sounds mm. good. Yeah. Uh, if you had, for example, if you had uh, a better pump or uh, a better water delivery system, it would be it would make even less of a difference between tamping and non-tamping. I've got a good one. I, I use the peak water filter. I use proper uh, yes. calibration. I'm talking about water delivery. Oh, you mean so, okay, the water delivery. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. If you, so if you had, for example, pre-infusion or um, a little bit of flow control, not not anything, you know, not any nothing anything fancy, mm-hmm. but um, something that you can pre-infuse with gently and then pour the coffee. Yeah, uh, it would make even less of a difference. The only reason why it's a good idea to tamp is that when you take the, the pack out of the coffee machine, yeah. how does your look? It looks all right. I mean, I mean, it depends. If I've got the right amount of coffee in there because I was experimenting, it's, mm-hmm. it's the normal thing. Uh, I've noticed my dad's machine, my dad's Gagia, um, mm-hmm. the OPV operates a little bit better on that. He always has a dry puck. My puck's yeah. always a little bit soggy. If I have a little bit too little coffee in there, there's a little bit of water on top. Uh, if I get just the right amount in the basket, um, the, the puck is, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit of a soggy puck. Um, but, yes. uh, which, but you know, so what? No, nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's, uh, it's just, so you have to place things in the right context. So, for example, uh, if you have um, <clears throat> if you if you have a professional coffee machine, so in a professional environment, yeah, you don't want to waste time in cleaning up the the um, the filter. Right. So, if you yeah. if you don't tamp, typically that tends to hold on to more water ah. because there's more space between the particles, and it tends to be soggy, so it doesn't really come out clean. You don't knock it, and the pack comes out in one piece. Yeah, does it not? uh mine comes out in most of the time it'll come out in one piece i give a very firm knock 
um, I've got a knocking, I've got a knocking cadence, a knocking style, you know, really nailed. But um, they'll be sort of a little bit stuck to the side, so then I run it under the tap. Yeah, th- there you go. Uh, instead, if you tamp, it's normally it tends to come out a little a little bit more um, clean. True. That true. makes true. yeah, that makes no difference whatsoever in the taste of the coffee. It's just easier to clean up. Yeah. So when you when you for example when you're in a busy ca- uh, cafe, you you just want to knock and put the next one in. You don't want to knock and then oh I still have stuff in and let me clean it. That's true. You're wasting precious time. Yeah. So that's the only reason why it's a good idea to tamp in these cases. Uh-huh. But in terms of flavor, it's the same. Well, yeah, it, it's, it's, I'd say it's better. I actually, mm-hmm. well, the thing is, actually, I suspect that somebody who knows more than I do, which will be a lot of people, will say, no, Nick, if you tamp, you can get a bit of flavor out of it. And they might be right. I really don't know. They might be right. But the point is that you've got to be able to tamp that way professionally every single time and to do it consistently um every single time that means you've got to have uh actually some quite expensive tamping equipment which i can't be bothered to spend money on i don't want to spend money on a on a calibrated you know tamp with a thing around the side that gets it level every time that you know puts the exact amount of pressure every time can't be bothered with all of that to be honest with you it's wasteful. Also, you have to be uh, perpendicular all the time. So that that's when the automated tamping machine comes in. But it's yeah, it's a thousand bucks. So um, and also it's absolutely pointless. <laughs> you know. So yeah, yeah. It's not a problem you don't have. Yeah, I've just realized. Yeah, but and also I like the fact because I'm um oh god, I'm going to reveal a dirty little secret. But I'm I'm trying to. No, I'm not trying. I, just, I always tell people often they say they're trying. You don't try. You either do or you don't do. James, you either do or you don't do. It's uh, me talking to my son. Um, I am... It sounds familiar to me. <laughs> I'm, uh, it sounds familiar, yeah. I'm minimalizing. I'm minimalizing. I'm just... I'm not minimalizing down to minim- a minimalist level. I'm just minimalizing a bit. Uh, I've actually made about three grand on eBay. Like, just... just ebaying stuff that i'm sitting in my attic right so i'm going through and uh and i'm minimalizing but my whole point of this is that um there's a philosophy that says uh that the more things you own that each one of those things that you own has a little psychological tug on you has a little psychological weight just a very small one that just holds on to you i got another thing to own another thing to put away another thing that it sits around nothing to worry about another thing that i have to ensure if it's expensive yep. another thing etc 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 there's all these little psychological tugs and so um there's an argument that as you get rid of all that stuff if you actually don't genuinely use it if it doesn't spark joy as uh thing me says mm-hmm. then um then actually you you you, you you're happier and uh and i'm doing that and actually it uh it's true it it does make me happier i, I, I don't miss any of the things i've sold they were just sitting around i mean i'm talking about i think like camera lenses for a ca- i had a camera system stolen uh, a year ago mm-hmm. our house was broken into and they stole a bunch of stuff and i've got i've got lenses for that old camera system but i don't have that camera anymore i went with a different system so uh-huh. Don't need those lenses anymore. Why have I still got them? I got rid of them. I, I got hundreds of pounds for some of them, and um, and uh, yeah. So um, so with the coffee and the tamping, I feel like mm-hmm. less is more. 
Less is more. I don't need to go through 12 different steps to make my cup of coffee. I've got control over the bits I want to have control over, going back to the whole analog thing. Um, but uh, I still got a ceremony that I go through. But the the tamping wasn't adding any joy to my coffee-making process. It was adding a vexatious element. Oh, I love to look at that. Look how smart I sound. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Look it up, Max. I've got a dictionary right here. But it was adding a, a level of anxiety that wasn't pleasurable because not, not because the, of tamping being wrong, but because all I had was a, you know, stupid metal motta tamper and mm-hmm. I would have to get it perfectly right. And sometimes I didn't. A lot of times I didn't get it perfectly right. Sometimes I'd have to make the coffee again. And uh, I can make the coffee better more consistently first time without mm-hmm. tamping. So my life is happier. Thank you. <laughs> hey, we can end there actually. <laughs> let's end there. God, my, you know, cause last week we ended on a down note. We couldn't think of anything good to say. So yeah. miserable. We're miserable people. And this week we've ended on like, you know, happy, 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 happy clapping. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's actually very interesting. The the, the leveler. I, I I am I am considering to get one, but they're so flipping expensive. No, they're not. I got a cheap one. How much? I'm gonna say under thirty quid, twenty 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 five pounds, maybe something like that. And it's adjustable. Hmm. It's a heavy metal one. It's a heavy metal one. Uh, you adjust it. You can you know spin a thing, and then you can adjust it up and down so it gets the right level. Um, and it was not, exp- I know most of them are, but I managed to find this one. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. My, and my do a link. Jumper, I think I paid 15 or 20 pounds or less than 20 pounds for that. Yeah. I, th- I think it was around 20 odd pounds. Hmm. It sounds like a lot. It's a lump of metal. Oh, for the love of God, Max, then machine one. But I mean, the thing is, <laughs> <laughs> look, that's just, just, it's, you know, you buy it once. You don't need to buy lots of them. You just buy it once. It's done.